Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now we have a schedule, and hopefully it will go without a hitch. Hopefully come week one, second week of September. We got some football to break down every which way. So to do some schedule analysis and to maybe try to find some advantages for whenever football comes back, let's welcome in my main man, Jared Smith. He's over at SportsGrid. Let's break down his 2020 schedule. Smitty, my boy, how you doing? JJ, what's up, brother? You know, once we get this schedule out, it's like kind of putting the pieces of the puzzle together. It, you know, we, we know who the teams are playing, but once we get the sequence, which we have now, you're, you're right. Then we can really start putting this together. And I, I found some edges right out of the gate with some of these. I mean, it, it's crazy, the, uh, the kind of the, the ironic fates of the schedule makers sometimes. All right, let's get right to the early takeaways you had before we get to the locals, before we get to sure. the Jets, Before we get to the Giants, what was like the initial big takeaway you had, Jared? Maybe it's a primetime game. Maybe it's a team with a whole lot of travel, not a whole lot of travel. Like initial gut instinct takeaway. What was the first one? Well, it's funny because the first thing we saw was the Monday night schedule in entirety, and I thought ESPN had a really favorable draw this season. Uh, you get the really good game early, uh, Chiefs-Ravens, which is going to be off the hook, and then, and then obviously you know, right out of the gate you get the Steelers and the Giants in the first Monday night game of the season. So really good Monday night card for ESPN this season. And then we were just talking about before we came on, but the Raiders, man, I mean, talk about the Vegas effect, JJ. This is the Vegas effect in the NFL. Vegas is supposed to be a sub-500 team. They're not supposed to be the glitz and glamour this season. But they're in Vegas, and they get four primetime games all at home. And I'm already looking at ticket prices for, for a Bills-Raiders game in the middle of October, which is not a primetime game, and ticket prices are 1000 bucks. So I don't know how many actual home games the Raiders are going to be playing this season. So very interesting dynamic now as Vegas moves into this new stadium where their home games really aren't true home games anymore. Then you get to the other big winner of – the off season and not the Vegas, a big winner, but you know, you're going to Vegas. Uh, I think you're winning, but nonetheless, mm, there you go. Tampa Bay. I mean, you're always winning. I hope yeah. if you're going out to Las Vegas, Jared, <laughs> usually that's the idea. And if we um, don't win, we don't, we don't say how much we lost. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we keep those details very, very quiet. I like that. You, you got the right mentality go. for going out to the desert. Now, when it comes to Tampa Bay, 
I mean, no surprises here. We knew the minute yeah. Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, that whole team is put together that you're going to get the Raiders, the, the, the Buccaneers are going to be maxed out in prime time every which way. Yeah, no surprises there. And, and again, I'm not I, – I, it's actually one of the other takeaways, and, and this you know, kind of feeds into the Tampa Bay situation. I thought week one the NFL really went all out. There's a lot of really big-time games week one of the season. I think the NFL is trying to feed off of, all right, this is going to be the first big week of football you know, after this pandemic. We hope it's going to go off as planned, the, you know, as you mentioned, the second week of September. But I really thought they front-loaded the schedule. And this first game, New Orleans-Tampa Bay, I mean, how could – you know, what else could you ask for? We already saw a little bit of a line move. Actually, I would say a little bit more of a – a little more than a little. A pretty significant line move off of Tampa Bay plus six and a half to five and a half. So already people are buying the Bucks as a dog in New Orleans week one. And I really thought the NFL did a good job here putting their best foot forward. People are going to be ravenous for this league when it comes back. And they really are making a statement week one. Oh, no question. The week one schedule is juicy. Mm. I mean, I like the Houston-Kansas City game to kick off the year. That's yeah. a rematch of a playoff game. Tampa Bay and New Orleans is a lead Fox game. And listen, that Monday night doubleheader, you know, normally, Jared, they stick that second game. It's a dud. It's a game Mm -hmm. you want no part of. Tennessee was in the AFC Championship game a year ago. Denver was one of the hotter teams in the second half of the year. And then the first game is Pittsburgh and the Giants. That's a juicy, juicy Monday night doubleheader. Yeah, and a sneaky good game at 425 Arizona at San Francisco. Uh, we're going to find out just how good uh, Kyler Murray has gotten in year two. Of course, they get DeAndre Hopkins. That, you know, Arizona played San Fran really tough last season. That's a good sneaky game. Dallas at L.A., that's the Sunday night game week one. Uh, the Rams, not the Chargers. So, you know, there, there are some really, really interesting games on, on week one of the card. Green Bay at Minnesota. I mean, you know, you're, you're, you're talking about divisional games. You're talking about big-time matchups. Uh, yeah, and then that Houston-Kansas City one. I mean, you know, that's the game that Bill O'Brien decided to, you know, run a fake punt up 17 points uh, in the uh, divisional playoff. So, you know, you get the rematch right out of the gate of a postseason game and then just a stacked Sunday. I, I really think the NFL did it, did it right for week one to put their best foot forward here. Jared, it sounds crazy looking at week one lines when you have, you know, June, July, yeah. August, and potentially September. Who knows what could happen with an injury? Who knows what's going to happen with this pandemic? Is there any way you would justify making a play on a week one game? I know you can find a line somewhere. Yeah, no, I mean, the, the lines are out now. And, you know, I'm, I'm looking at them on, on, on FanDuel. They've got them on most of the books. You know, you can bet the Texans right now 10-point dogs in that opening game against the Chiefs. I, I think if you're looking to play the game this early, first of all, most of the average bettors, they, they don't have the bankroll to be betting this early. If you're betting this early, you're, you're a professional better. You've got a big bankroll, and you're trying to beat the market. And I did get out early on, on some of these picks, not, not any of the week one picks, but some futures picks tonight now that I've kind of seen the sequencing. In terms of the week one games, I don't see a ton of value betting it this soon. I really don't. I just think so much can change unless you really think you're going to get a much different line uh, come come game week. And then you come back on the other side and you try to middle it. To me, that's the only strategy I would I would kind of employ you if you want to bet the, the individual games this early on. We got our buddy Jared Smith. We're running through the NFL schedule. Check him out on Sports Grid. And Smitty, let's get to the Jets schedule. My goodness. We knew it was going to be daunting going into the year because we knew the opponents. But when you see the layout of this schedule, I mean, the first five games at Buffalo, home Niners, at Colts, Denver on a Thursday night, Arizona. And then you look at the back half of the schedule where it's a trip to Seattle, trip to L.A., at New England, I mean, the Jets have a brutal start to their year, and they have a brutal finish to their year. 
I mean, they could legitimately start the season 0-5. I mean, you know, Denver and Arizona at home, you would expect them to win one of those games. But at Buffalo versus San Fran, at Indy, I mean, that, you know, they're going to be underdogs pretty heavily in all three of those games. Maybe at Indy, they're the shortest of the uh, three dogs. And in the end of the schedule, I mean, goodness gracious, JJ, you've got to play two back-to-back West Coast games at Seattle, at L.A. Then you go, come home and you face Cleveland. And, and we don't know what this Cleveland team is going to be, but, but the talent is certainly there. And then you've got to get right back on a plane and go to Foxborough uh, the following week for, the, for, for, for Week 17. So, I, I mean, again, and at that point, who knows what the record is for the Jets. And then how about this weird, quirky situation uh, with their face in your Dolphins in back-to-back weeks with the bye week in between? I Jared, mean, I what, never yeah, in my years what? of watching yeah, the never. NFL remember, you know, a back-to-back scenario. I mean, it's like you're playing, you know – uh, a day-night doubleheader, basically, where it's at Miami, yeah. bye week, and then you come back and then you're looking at, you know, the New York Jets and the Miami Dolphins again. It's so bizarre. It happens a lot wildcard round. So week 17, then wildcard round. That happens a lot. I, I, was, I was looking it up right before I hopped on. It hasn't happened in the regular season since 1958. The, the New York Giants had a game against the Cleveland Browns that year, and then they had to play a one-game playoff, which I guess technically counts as the regular season, as it does in baseball, game 163, to find out who was going to face the Colts in the 1958 NFL title. And that was, of course, that famous 1958 uh, you know, uh, you know, championship game at Yankee Stadium. So, I mean, it, it hasn't happened since the 50s. I don't understand. that. That's the weirdest quirk in the entire schedule this year. And I haven't examined all of the teams and kind of found all the nuances yet. But to me, that's the one that stuck out right away. The schedule makers did not do the Jets or, frankly, the Giants any favors this season. All right, we'll get to the Giants in a minute. But you think about the Jets and the Dolphins playing two games in three weeks. My oh. goodness, Jared, that's where coaching is going to make all the difference in the world because you ain't going to be fooling anybody. I mean, you're going to have a game film to react to and then you're seeing that same team again. Coaching, coaching, coaching. Adam Gaze, Brian Flores, buckle up. Yeah, and, and I'll, I'll put it on the radar right now. Take a very hard look at the line movement in that game from one week to the next and see what the fluctuation is. I am fascinated to see, say it's a blowout one week, how much will it adjust the following week uh, after the bye week? And really what it does is it kind of nullifies the bye week in a sense for the Jets at least, because you kind of, and I'm assuming the Dolphins have the same bye week, it kind of nullifies it because usually when you go into the bye week, you're kind of going clean slate. But now you're going into the bye week facing the team you're going to face coming out of the bye week. It's a very bizarre kind of, you're right, it is coaching. Which coach will have their team better mentally prepared for that kind of challenge? Because it is truly unprecedented in terms of the NFL schedule. Jared, let's get to the Giants' schedule. Juicy game right out of the gate, home against the Pittsburgh Steelers on Monday night. I'm thankful we're not going to have Dallas and the Giants for like the uh, 10,000th time in a row starting off the season. I could do without that. Um, But you see the Steelers week one. You got the Niners at home week three. Dallas at home week five. And then you got Dallas to end the year in week 17. What was your initial takeaway looking at the Giants' schedule? I would say it's a pretty balanced schedule, JJ. I mean, nothing really stands out. Those last three games are very interesting. Odell, reunion game. Then you go to Baltimore and face Lamar Jackson. And then you close the season against the Cowboys. We'll see if the Giants are in contention to make the playoffs. Again, remember, seven teams make the playoffs this season in the NFC, which I think will open the door late for some intriguing scenarios. I'm not saying the Giants will be in one of those scenarios, but I think you will have more of those kind of, you know, win and you're in, you know, you can back in or you can kind of slither your way into the playoff scenarios. And if the Giants put together a 500 season, maybe those last three weeks are meaningful. 
And wouldn't that be something if that game against Cleveland, uh, uh, you know, in week 15 is meaningful and Odell comes to town? Uh, I, I'll have my popcorn ready for that one, because if that's a meaningful game, uh, that'll be one of the more highly anticipated games of the season. And of course, Tom Brady coming to MetLife as well uh, is going to be a very fascinating game. That, of course, is one of the primetime games, the Monday night games that uh, the Bucks have this season. So I would say a balanced schedule for the Giants. Nothing really stands out. They have a chance to get off to a good start. If they can win at home, Pittsburgh, in week one, and then you can go to Chicago and win, you, you know, you get off to a 2-0 and start. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but the, the schedule isn't overly daunting out of the gates. You're facing two non-playoff teams from a season ago. Uh, so you have a chance to go off to a good start, and then you get the Niners at home. And, and if it's 2-0 and with San Francisco coming in in week three, then that week three game is, is a playoff kind of atmosphere, hopefully, if there's fans in the stands, I guess. <laughs> That's the hope. That's the idea. Yeah. Okay. Travel. It obviously matters, especially when mm. you got an East Coast team doing a whole lot of West Coast trips or a West Coast team doing a whole lot of East Coast trips. I saw nobody, Jared, this year will travel more than the Seattle Seahawks. Is that yeah. something that would scare you a little bit about Seattle? Nah, nah, you know, they haven't been as bad coming east recently. And I'm looking at their schedule right now. Week one, you know, they, they, they go to Atlanta. I don't think traveling week one matters at all. Uh, and then week two, week three, uh, you know, the Seahawks have a very interesting start to this season. At Atlanta's no picnic, and then they're home for New England and Dallas. And then it eases up a little bit. They'll go to Miami. Uh, and, you know, and, and we, we don't know what that Miami team is going to be right now, who's going to be starting a quarterback. And then they get Minnesota at home, and then they have a very early bye week. So it, it is kind of a disjointed season for Seattle. They'll do the bulk of their traveling uh, at the end of the year. In fact, they've got a really tough stretch here towards the end. Uh, you know, in terms of travel. And then, of course, they're going to end in San Francisco, which isn't too bad of a traveling uh, uh, situation for them. I, you know, Seattle's an interesting team. I'm very curious. It looks like they're out of the Jadavion Clowney sweepstakes. It looks like they're going to be a, a younger team on defense next year. Uh, and, of course, Russell Wilson gets a year older. They didn't do a ton to add weapons to that core, but they do have DK Metcalf, who I think gets a year better. Uh, I, I like San Francisco in that division, but but Seattle's travel, you would think at some point, uh, would back up with them because it does always seem to rear its ugly head at some point during the season. And on the flip side, Jared, I mean, I see the Baltimore Ravens after week two do mm. not play a game outside the Eastern time zone again the rest of the season. You got oh, the wow. MVP in Jackson. You got John Harbaugh as your head coach. That is such a leg up. Yeah, I, and, and to me, Baltimore is a very intriguing team this season because you would think, based on what we saw at the end of the year, that teams are going to start to adjust on Lamar Jackson, and that's going to open up. You know, they need to figure out how to how to pass the football more more effectively. And I know Jackson had a great passing year last season, but can he do it again? And can he withstand some of that pressure? Very interesting comments from the Ravens GM Eric DaCosta this week when he was talking about J.K. Dobbins, mentioning how Dobbins is a three-down back, and they haven't had any uh, you know durability issues with him that they've seen. And I think as much as that was a positive for Dobbins, I think that was more kind of reading between the lines, indirectly talking to Mark Ingram and Lamar Jackson, saying durability is the key for us this season, guys. We need all of you on the field and healthy. Uh, This Ravens rushing attack is so good because it's deep and it just keeps coming at you in waves. And if one of those guys gets nicked up, we saw Ingram have some issues at the end of last season. I think Dobbins can fill the void, but how much can he fill the void? So Baltimore is, is uh, it's tough. It, it, they're, they're at the peak right now. Their win total is really high. They're priced, you know, as one of the favorites, if not the favorite, to win the Super Bowl at most books. I'm not buying Baltimore right now. You would expect a bit of a comeback to earth after last season, but they're obviously a very talented team. All right, let's get to the holiday schedule. I don't love the Thanksgiving games. Now, Baltimore really? and Pittsburgh is great. I yeah. like Baltimore and Pittsburgh. Okay. Houston and Detroit does not do it for me, yeah, and I don't need yeah. Washington on Thanksgiving Day. I mean, Washington, to me, 
with Dwayne Haskins at quarterback. I'm not in love with those first two games, Jared. Yeah, and, you know, it's kind of funny. The Houston's had a couple of weird kind of, you know, not primetime games, but they had that really weird Saturday afternoon game against Tampa Bay last season, and now they have the, the Thanksgiving game. And, and you would think that they want to get Deshaun Watson these individual games, but they're kind of giving them the B-rate games. They're giving them the noon game on Thanksgiving. They give them the Saturday games. You know, you don't see the Texans in the primetime slot as much. I agree with you. That, that Redskins-Cowboys game is, is trite and overplayed, and it's probably going to be a very one-sided game. I would have much preferred to see, like, you know, Dallas play one of their non-conference teams during that spot or maybe like the Eagles or the Giants in that spot. I don't think we've ever seen a Giants or Eagles game on Thanksgiving Day, have we? No, I mean, it would have been great to see the Giants on Thanksgiving. We saw the Giants play Washington a couple of years ago in that night game on Thanksgiving, but against Mm. the Cowboys, no, in my lifetime, I can't remember the Giants going down to Dallas to play a game. So I would have been fired up for that. Now, I will tell you this, Jared, I love the Christmas night idea. I think it's great Friday night, and it's a good game with Minnesota New Orleans. That's fantastic. It is, and and again, I don't. Christmas Day games, another one. I don't. You don't really see that much either, uh, unless it falls on a Sunday. You know, it, we 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 we've seen Christmas Day fall on a Sunday, and we've seen some games before on Christmas Day. Christmas Eve, we've seen. Uh, it, it's it's kind of weird, you know, the 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 prime time vibe, and it's not. It's like a weird. It's like a half prime time game. I think it's like a four thirty start uh, on Christmas Day, so everyone will be kind of cooking their hams. Uh, sitting down at the table and watching it. Obviously, it's a great matchup, uh, and and it's you know I think it's 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 the rematch of the wild card game last season. Kyle Rudolph had the touchdown in overtime, so uh, it'll be a revenge game for New Orleans. And and you know what else can you ask for? I mean, you know I I felt like a kid in a candy shop tonight, JJ. I mean, we're getting these games. You're starting to put. I, mean, I know it's only May, but you're starting to put yourself in that mindset of what you're going to be doing waking up that first Sunday of the NFL season. I mean, there is nothing like waking up that first Sunday of the NFL season. It, it is special. And I, I have faith we're going to have it in some capacity. Fans are no fans. It looks like we're moving towards that direction in the other sports as well. And I think the NFL, while they have the contingency plan in place, it does appear that they are moving towards, all right, this is when our season is going to be. We are going to have our normal season. How it looks might be different, but at least the timing of it will be the same. Jared, before we get you out of here, when it comes to any of the lead doubleheader games, Sunday night, Monday night, What game did you see on the schedule? And we know these matchups, but what was the Mm. game that you saw right out of the gate where you're like, wow, I can't wait for this one to be played? Uh, I think it was that uh, Ravens-Chiefs game on Monday Night Football in Week 3. That was the first primetime game that I was like, jaw drop. I mean, these are the two favorites in the Super Bowl race right now. The Super Bowl defending Super Bowl champions and arguably the best team in the NFL from start to finish last season. Uh, They did play, and they have played recently, and the games have been pretty good. Uh, We haven't seen it in primetime. And we haven't seen it uh, in this kind of setting early in the year in primetime. So uh, to me, that'll be the tone setter early on in the season. You'll get a very good glimpse onto which of those AFC teams will be the contender. The winner of that game will be the early favorite uh, to go to the Super Bowl. Jared Smith, check him out each and every day on SportsGrid, churning out unbelievable content. Jared, I know at some point you're going to have games to break down. And, oh, now that you actually have some Korean baseball to get to, how has that been treating you so far? Oh, yeah. You want some KBO picks for tonight? The Deuce Yeah, sure. While we're at it, why the hell not? The Doosan Bears, one of the best teams. Uh, I think they're the deepest team uh, in, in the KBO. They've got an interesting game tonight. Hold on. Let me uh, pull up my picks so I make sure I get you all the right stats. For oh, tonight. nice. Very proud. Yeah, so, so we got the LG Twins tonight going up against the NC Dinos. I'm taking the Twins on the money line. I'm also taking the run line on the LG Twins. Tyler Wilson. 
uh, going for the LG Twins tonight. Uh, you've also got some interesting former big leaguers and some former Mets in the in the KBO as well. Chris Flexen pitched the other night. Yeah, I'm sure you remember that name. Uh, and then oh, the I sure Tucson do. Bears tonight. Yeah, exactly. A Met name that'll live in infamy, Jerry. <laughs> exactly. And then the Doosan Bears tonight. They're the deepest team in the league. I, I've been on them two straight nights. Uh, they've won their last two games. Uh, they face one of the worst teams in the league tonight, the KT Wiz. And they are throwing a pitcher, the Wiz, who is making his not only KBO debut, but his professional debut at the ripe old age of 18 years old. This guy was born on September 16th, 2001. And he is starting for the KT Wiz tonight against the Doosan Bears. So I'm going Bears money line. Jared, I love the hustle, my friend. <laughs> God bless you. God bless yeah, you. Jared. And listen, at least we'll have Tiger and Peyton oh, yeah. and Phil and Brady in about three weeks. I'll, I'll be all dialed up for that. So Great listen, we'll find too. something hey, to do hey, to hey, keep hey. us busy. You stay safe. We'll do this again soon, all right? Absolutely, JJ. Talk to you soon. They have it. That's a great Jared Smith over at Sports Grid. We got a lot more to do as we react to the 2020 NFL schedule being unveiled. And hopefully it'll start on time. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.